I think the first thing that I want to talk about when making this transition from high school to college is, and, and I'm very guilty of it. I'll raise my hand right now. I know I'm one of the first people to do it, but I'm going to tell you not to do it. <laughs> and that is stop reading magazines. Stop reading about what rank your kid is. Stop reading about who's ranked over them because it will drive you nuts. My first year, or excuse me, my son's first year in college, when he got when he got down to U of A, I was just looking at all the kids that were in state that were ranked above him. I mean, you're talking about a kid who led the state two years in a row in sacks, who arguably, I feel, is one of the best defensive players to ever play in the state of Arizona, that was a three-star. And you hear three-star and it's like, uh, but that's just somebody's opinion. That is some sports writer who's probably never seen your kid play. They don't know much about them. They read other little articles and they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll give them a three-star. We give a kid a three-star because we're not really sure. So we can't mess up putting them at three-star. That's very safe. But it just it, it drove me crazy his, his senior year that he was a three-star. And here you have four other kids in the state that are four-star, five-star, you know, the number one recruits. And you're like, this kid, I've seen them play. Like, they're not they're not as good as my kid. So I, I understand as a parent when you see how hard your child works to achieve their goals and for somebody to come along in some kind of publication or some kind of magazine who doesn't even know your kid and they start assigning these titles to them. Oh, he's a three-star. Well, he's good, but he's too small. And it's like, have you ever watched these kids play? Have you really gone to a game and said, wow, that kid can play some football? You know, you're, you're, you're ranking kids that live on the West Coast to kids that live on the East Coast. How do you do that? Are you going to those games and you're like, wow, this kid's a great defensive lineman, but this kid over here in Texas is way better. So those are things that I, I, I know for a fact that parents fall into that trap because I did it. I still am to this day. I look at rankings sometimes. I'm like, see, all four of those kids, you know, were ranked over my son, but my son played as a true freshman. He's going to be starting as a sophomore this year. So you you all you get caught up in the wrong things, and, and I think that can drive, you know, push you to push your kid in a certain way, and then they start worrying about it. So as a parent, as a former player, somebody who's been through, who has a child has gone through it, please don't worry about the rankings. If your child can play, Schools are going to find them. They're going to come find them. They have departments that are set up for this. Okay, you don't need to go out and spend a ton of money on these. You know, I don't know other entities that say, "Oh, we can get your kid uh, recruited. We can get your kid a scholarship." No, they can't. These colleges, I can tell you right now, U of A spends millions of dollars on a recruitment department. They are not going to go talk to some third party entity and say, "Well, what do you think about Deuce Davis? What kind of player is he?" No. They don't trust them enough to do that. So once again, it preys on our vulnerabilities of, well, my kid's a three-star. How do I get them to the next level? How do I get that four-star? How do I get that five-star? And I'm here to tell you, none of that matters. But as I said, I fell for the trap too because I knew my son was better. Was he a five-star? Absolutely not. To be honest with you, I don't think there's a kid out there that's a five-star. I think when you say five-star, what I, what I expect to see when I hear five-star – I just, I expect to see a third-year college player on a high school field. 
you know, that's how good you should be. You should be out there dominating. No one should be able to stop you. Every play you should be making. So I think five stars are a little bit like that crazy unicorn, but they hand them out so kids get caught up in it as well as parents. But also when you're deciding on which school to go to, one of the things that I know was huge for me, my family, and my son was home versus away from home. You know, your first year when you're in college, that's a tough time. That is a very difficult time for any child to deal with and be a part of that because you've never been away from mom and dad. You are 100% on your own. You're paying your own bills, and especially with NIL money, now you have to deal with finances. You go from a kid who mom and dad were putting money in your account, now all of a sudden you're getting a check for $5,000, $3,000, $2,000. People are paying you money to come and talk to them and talk to their people and talk to their kids. So now you have a job. Like Not only is your job class and football, but now you have other responsibilities with this NIL. And that's in a topic, that's probably a whole nother conversation in itself that I could go on for hours about the NIL and what it's done in the transfer portal, what that, what that has done, I feel like, to college. But staying on track and just kind of giving you pieces of advice and pieces of wisdom as far as when it's time for your child to choose where they want to go to school, does your kid want to play or do they just want to be on the sideline? And what I mean by that, or be a cheerleader, and what I mean by that is, does your kid want to be on the football field and be part of the action and say, I help win or lose this game? Or are they just happy being at Alabama and being the fifth guy on the depth chart and just getting rings and never playing? For my son, being on the field was more important than getting those rings. I want to play. I want to go somewhere where I'm going to get on the field. I'm going to get a real opportunity to play. And so when it came down to it, out of all the schools that recruited him, I told him, I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. U of A is trash right now. <laughs> I mean, I think when they were recruiting him, they had won one game. Jed Fish was the new coach. So it was just a new coaching staff. And I remember sitting down with him and talking and saying, you know, this is a new program. You're coming in with new coaches and you are their guy. And there's something to be said about coming in and being a part of this new regime. You are a guy that they want. That you are somebody that they want. I went out and recruited you. I handpicked you to be a part of this team. Because the way things are now, when you get these new coaches coming in, older guys know, well, you know, I'm not one of their guys. And that's a very real thing. So you want to, if you can go somewhere where there's a new coaching staff, where they're building a whole new scheme or they're building a whole new environment, you can be a part of that. And that was something big for my son going down to U of A because he could help be a part of something important. He could help bring this school back to the desert swarm days when, you know, the stadium was packed and we were going to bowl games. And and I think that's what they have accomplished down there. And that's what they're moving towards. Like I said, when he was being recruited, they were one and 11. You know, his freshman year, they go five and seven. So they're moving in the right direction. He played as a true freshman. I mean, he came in probably at 190 pounds, maybe 200 pounds as a true freshman defensive end. And his work ethic, his what he did in the classroom, what he did in the weight room, what he did in film study, it all caught coaches' eyes. He wasn't kissing butt. He went in there and he worked hard. You know, if he had to do 10 sprints and you had to come in and 
15 seconds, he was coming in in 14 seconds, 13 seconds. Those are the things that are going to get you noticed. It's not having mom and dad beat down somebody's door. Why isn't my kid playing? Your kid has to learn how to stand up for themselves and do what's asked of them. And, you know, I also think that D1 football becomes overrated. It's just like the star system. Is it D1 or bust for your child? Do you feel like, well, if my kid doesn't go to a power five school, then they're not very good. There are a lot of NFL players that didn't go to the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Ohio States. You know, they went to smaller schools. But if you can play, they're going to find you. And I, and I think that a lot of kids get caught in, I'm being recruited by Alabama. That's awesome. That's great to put it on your social media. And, oh, you know, I'm blessed to get an offer from Alabama. But Alabama is Alabama. It's Georgia. Those, those schools keep talent rolling in. And it's like once you get there and you realize, like, wow, I'm never going to get on the field or I'm not going to get on the field until my junior year. That's a long time versus going to Appalachian State. I mean, I'm just throwing a name out there. You know, your kid may be somebody who is up here as far as talent and Alabama's and the Georgias are coming after them. But is that going to give them the best opportunity to get on the field and be seen? And I think that as parents, as players, we get caught up in, I have to go with what a big name is. Because now I see some of those same kids that I was talking about earlier, those four kids that were above him, two of them have already transferred after their freshman year. You know, the other two, you know, who knows what's going on. They redshirted, they didn't get to play. So I just feel like, my son, the decision that he made and where he went was good for him and he's prospering because of it. He didn't go there with a long line of people. And, you know, some people may say, well, I don't want, I want competition. I want to get on the field. Okay, well, it's always going to be competition. Let me tell you, when you're in a Power 5 school, there is competition. There's always going to be competition. These coaches, they get paid to win. They get paid to put the best players on the field and they get paid to win games. So, I'm not just going to put a kid out there because, oh, well, this is the best we got. I mean, sometimes that happens if that's all you have. But don't feel like if I don't go to Alabama, then, oh, well, then, you know, I don't care, whatever. You know, you need to go somewhere where they want you, where they feel like you can really help this team and you can be a part of something special. And you can start. You can be on the field and play because at the end of the day, I don't care who the kid is or what they say, they want to be on that field. You want mom and dad to see you on that field. I can't tell you how great it feels when I see my son run out that tunnel and I know he's going to get in the game. And then when he's on the sideline and it's the first quarter after about two or three minutes and all of a sudden 99 is running out there on that field. It's such a great feeling because now he's close to home. He's at a school where he's going to play. And as a parent, you're sitting there like, wow, this is awesome, and I love this, and this is so great. So when you make these decisions about school, there are things that don't get caught up in the glitz and the glamour. Think about what's best for you as a parent and as for the kid because you're all going to be in this together. You know, this, this transfer portal has made it so easy for kids to be like, well, you know, I had one bad experience, so bye, I'll catch you later. And, and I, I don't think that's what they need to do. And I think that if you made better decisions and more informed decisions – in the beginning, you wouldn't have to deal with that. Don't run for the glitz and the glamour. You know, sit down with your child, sit down with your parents, you know, and, and come up with a list of what am I looking for in college? And then go from there because you'll find that what you're looking for 
every college can offer you that. Well, okay, do I have to wait until my junior year to get on the field over here at Georgia or Alabama? Or I can go somewhere like a Colorado or I can go to U of A and I can go to this school that's still going to give me the same exposure, but now I have a better opportunity to get on the field. And, and I think that's as parents, we need to be more involved and we need to understand that these things are more important. Let's not get caught up in how many championships you win. I played college football and never once won a championship. I don't have any championship rings to show for it, but I have a whole lot of film to show. And when my son gets to talking trash, I can always pull up stuff. So when you decide to go to college and you make that and you're being recruited and these colleges want you, remember, you want to go somewhere where you're wanted, where they really need you. Is being close to home important or is that not important? These are all the kind of factors that need to go into this decision that you make before you make it. And don't be afraid to reach out and talk to people. You know, hey, mom, dad. This coach said this. Is this true? Is this not true? Because they will use all kind of tactics to get you to sign fast or make a bad decision. So I guess if I could just leave you with some parting knowledge or wisdom, one, don't get caught up in the rankings, parents. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm, and take it from me, I'm still dealing with it to this day because I still look at the internet and I'm like, oh, see, those kids were ranked over my son, but look what my son's doing. It will drive you crazy. And it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't do any good for anybody because once you make it to college, all that stuff goes out the window. So just keep in mind as a parent, don't get caught up in rankings and don't get caught up in, look what my kid, my kid. Just stay focused on your goals and what it is that you want. And remember, that list is very important because always, you're always going to resort back to it. Thanks for tuning in to The Route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates.